for the Dreams of Children podcast series from Connie Maxwell Children's Ministries, featuring President Danny Nicholson. This series exists to bring to light stories of children and families. Well, good afternoon, listeners. This is Danny Nicholson, uh, Connie Maxwell Children's Ministries, and I have the privilege to serve as president here. And today, today I have an additional privilege. I get to welcome to our podcast uh, a great guy that has become a good friend and just a solid, solid example of what Connie Maxwell means to children. Uh, this guy has uh, been on our alumni association, has been president. He is on our board of trustees. He just He's loved by so many in the Connie Maxwell family, and his name is Ernest Mackins. And Ernest, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Doc. Thank you, Dr. Nicholson. It's good to be here. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And listen, I'm going to ask you a few questions for our listeners out there. So many people come to the website and, you know, just listen to the stories of uh, folks like you and others that love children and, and love being a part of our ministry. And so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here and you just share your heart, whatever you want to talk about uh, so you can explain uh, Connie Maxwell and, and what it means to you. So the first question is, why does Connie Maxwell mean so much to you, Ernest? Well, I'm going to tell you, it's, uh, I want to tell you, you know, growing up, uh, in my case, losing my parents, I lost my father uh, when I was 11, and then having the opportunity to come to Connie Maxwell, where I didn't know anybody when I first got there, but I got to know a lot of important people there. Connie Maxwell is important to me because of not just the place, but the people. The people make a huge difference. And what I mean by that, um, my relationship uh Everybody knows that I'm a very Christian person, or I, I believe in what Jesus says in the Bible. And so one of those relationships that I was able to build there were with Dr. J.C. and Ruth Collins. Um, my relationship with Jesus uh, through the ministry that they had there and being able to sit down and talk with them, uh, the thing that made me grow the most was being able to talk to Ms. Dr. Collins about uh, what it meant to be uh, living a Christ-like existence, to live a Christ-like life, to model your life after Jesus. And I can tell you that with his guidance and with his leadership, I was able to go on and, and look into the ministry and, and become very uh, familiar what it means to live a Christ-like life. And you don't model yourself after others. You model yourself after the perfect model, which is Jesus Christ. And that is what, to me, has made Connie Maxwell such a great place. Wow. Boy, that really touches my heart, Ernest. I, I, I want you to know, I just interviewed uh, Dr. Collins on this podcast the other day. And uh, All right. I got a chance, yeah, I did. I got a chance to talk to him and uh, and to uh, understand his heart for Connie Maxwell. So when you mentioned that, I went, wow, that, <laughs> that's really, that's really yeah. cool that I just got a chance to talk to him the other day. If you don't mind, and if you do, it's okay. You know, you, you don't have to, but I was, I, was in, I, was, I was pulled in when you started talking about, you know, losing your parents or losing your father. You know, I don't think a lot of people understand. A lot of people have really charmed lives. They, they, you know, yeah. nothing really happens, and and they're loved and secure and safe and fed, and everything's fine. But a lot of people need to hear the story of 
uh, like you're talking about, of being in a place where you really needed help and what you yeah. followed, it was just the way things happened. Can you share uh, about that so people can understand even deeper how much kind of maps were meant to you? Yes. Um, when I was 11, that's, I have two other brothers. I have an older brother and a younger brother. But when I was 11, um, it just happened to be that my father died of a stroke and it was sudden, suddenly, and my my mother at the time, she didn't have a job. Uh, she was unable to support us. And then what eventually happened, we became wards of the court. And then we stayed at, uh, I think it was two or three different children's homes until we finally came to County Maxwell in 1981. And when we came in, uh, like I said, we we met with uh, one of the social workers there. Uh, we call him Mr. Mr. Johnson and began to talk about what it meant to actually have a place where you could stay and not worry about not, you know, not getting fed or being able to put clothes on your back, not being able to have people around or uh, being with people that really cared about you, that really loved you for you. Yeah. And that situation is what really changed my life. Uh, and I'll just tell you, I'll, I'll introduce two other people, uh, Mr. Bobby and Janet Wines, when they taught me what it meant to actually be loved and cared for. When I came into the home, I ain't gonna lie, I was full of a lot of anger. I had a lot of distrust uh, issues going on in my life and I felt really alone. But then Janet took me into the kitchen one day and set me down at the table and told me, listen, we know that there's some stressful things going on in your life, but we want you to know that we are here and we care about you. And if you need to talk, please come in and sit down and talk with us. Wow, man. And that made all the difference, huh? Yes, sir. It changed. It changed my whole life. It changed my perspective on uh, how did I, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to be, what I was going to do with my life. But I spent a lot of time uh, with Bobby himself, Mr. Wines, what we used to call him at the time, on on the work crew, and he taught me the value of hard work and and determination, and all those things uh, changed me. And I and I can tell you that without him and without Miss Wines. I wouldn't be where I am today because they put a lot into me. And I know at the time, I, I'm not going to say I was the best kid there because I had some things going on with me, but they, they were patient and they showed me what it really meant to be cared about. And they didn't put on the show. You can actually feel uh, that they cared about you. Man, I tell you what, isn't that what life's all about is having people who really care about And look at you now, Ernest, listen, look at you now with, um, uh, all your degrees and your leadership work in education and and uh, your alumni association president and coming on our board of trustees. And you've really carved out in your life uh, uh, an example of significance. And, and, and you matter, man. And, and you're you're yeah. helping other people matter. And that that is so special. And and so from a from my perspective as president of Connie Maxwell, I couldn't be any prouder uh, of anyone uh, than you and what you've done and your uh, testimony about Connie Maxwell helping helping you make it there. So congratulations to you personally from me, and thank you so much for representing Connie Maxwell with such dignity and grace, my brother. Thank you, sir, and I appreciate you and all you do. Well, listen, this last question uh, is pretty easy, and, uh, and, and so we'll, uh, we'll ask it and uh, give you a second to think about it and, and respond. But if you, could, if you could find one word to, uh, to explain what Connie Maxwell means to you, I know that's hard, <laughs> but 
If you yeah, could find hard. a word, yeah, what would it be? That one word that you could say, you know what? That that's that's what Connie Maxwell means to me. Mm. It's hard. That that's a hard one. I, I mean, and and I know you, I know you talked to me a little bit of earlier, but that's that's a hard. What does Connie Maxwell? If I could sum it up in one word, I, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you. If I could sum it up in one word, I'd, I'd say caring. Oh, and and I say caring because caring will make the difference in the long run. If you show a kid, if you show anyone that you care for them, they will start to develop that self-confidence that they're going to need to be successful in the life, uh, this life that we have here, because this life is definitely not easy, and we all need somebody to care about us. Oh, man, isn't it true? Just like Bobby Wise cared about you and like you're caring about many of your students and people that you work with, it does. It really does make the difference. And so, hey, thanks for joining me. Uh, I hope everybody out there has enjoyed Ernest and his stories of of, of his life at Connie Maxwell and how much it means to him. And, and so, uh, Ernest, thanks so much for coming on and being a part of this. And for everybody else out there, keep listening because we're going to have others talking about their stories and, and hope and redemption and caring and all the things that Connie Maxwell means. And so, Ernest, thanks again. And to all our listeners, take care. God bless. And listen, find a child today and love on them and help them, okay? That's what we should really yeah. do. God bless you all. Take care. Thank you for listening to our For the Dreams of Children podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at ConnieMaxwell.com.